0: Um, ritam, jivanam, ritam kalma shapam, shri the nature of the words is the life for those who are scorched by the world, the words which have been uttered by the words of truth which wipe out sins, the very hearing of which is beneficial, which are beautiful, pleasing to the ears, pleasing to the hearts, which are inexhaustible, those who recount them on the earth are the givers of plenty. Om, peace, 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 please, Do I close in, right? Yeah, put it a little close. Yeah. it. Yeah. Good. Thank you. Take the James from the Garden of Saints, who started a series of talks on the spiritual conversation of Shami Vishuddhanand, the seventh president of the Ramakrishna Order. He was a priest, he was a disciple of Holy Mother, born in 1883, and passed away in 1962. He initiated many people, and he was really a great soul. I met him on several times, but I did not have any opportunity to talk to him on spiritual life. But his conversations are recorded by some devotees, which are published in two small books, Shot Prashanga spiritual talks. Every afternoon, the Swami will give a talk to the devotees and answer their questions. Ramakrishna Ashram, Kujbihar Bihar, 8th May 1957. A devotee asked, how should we meditate? What is the place for meditation? He quoted Sri Ramakrishna. Heart is the place where one should meditate. Why heart? Sometimes I think this way, a person has many rooms in the house, but you have a bedroom where you take rest, you have a living room where you meet people, you have kitchen, you have other rooms in the house, but the bedroom is the place where you take rest, that is the place of the mind. Mind goes from one chakra to the other chakra, but the mind rests in the heart chakra. That is the place of Atman. Here. Atatistha dasangulam. Ten fingers from the navel. Ten fingers from the navel. This is the place. Where one should meditate. He said, Dwankamara Jayagam. In a village, they, if they want to announce, they go to the marketplace and beat the drum or drum and declare, This is the announcement, this is the announcement. It is not the notice. So, this heart, Sri Krishna said, is the right place for meditation. You know, this earth is very big, pretty big, this universe, but ocean is bigger than the earth, space is bigger than the earth and ocean, God is bigger than the space. And a devotee thinks of that infinite God in the heart. So, a devotee's heart enshrines, holds, places infinite God. So, this is the right place to meditate. Another way we can see that, you know, sometimes say, that, How can I bring the infinite in my small place? It is called Akasha. Akasha means a space. In the chandogupanishad in this I think seventh or eighth chapter, there is a spiritual discipline called Dahu Vidha. Dahur means small, very small, tiny space. Space. That is called Brahmapura, city of Brahman. Inside that city, in the heart, there is a little space. And what is in that space, that you must know. That is the Atman. If I experience the Atman in my heart, is it the experience of the infinite Brahman? Yes. When Swami Vivekananda was travelling near Almora, he took bath in a lake and sat for meditation under a tree and he had an experience. He realised the microcosm and the macrocosm are built in the same pattern. What is the infinite? That is in the small, finite. Let me give an example. Space. We have a room, a space, by office space, shrine space, this space. Demolish this whole building. It is one space, but we say that is my bathroom space, by my you know, shrine space, by library space, my kitchen space, we give the name of the different spaces according to the utility of the rooms. it, only space. So the microcosm and macrocosm, space cannot be divided. We divide through rooms, but actually you cannot divide it. This is the way Vedanta explains how the infinite, Brahman, and this individual Atman are the same. This little space and the infinite space as a space both are the same. Who is limiting my limiting space? My body. Destroy the body, it is one with the space. The Upanishads, as well as Gita, tells us Sarbata Pani Padam Tat Sarbata Ukshi Shiromukam Sarbata Sriti Malhoki Sarbam Avrit Sarbata Pani Padam Pani means heart, hand. Padam means pa. His hands and feet are everywhere. Sarvam pā, pa, sarvata pāni pāva, sarvato okshi shiro mukham, okshi means eyes, mind, mouth, head, everywhere. Sarvata shruti man loke, is ears, everywhere. Sarvam avritati śruti, that infinite God comes past this whole universe. What does it mean? It means, that infinite God, your head, my head and all these heads, belong to God's head. Example? chandelier. In that changelier, perhaps hundred bulbs are there, hanging. Each bulb is giving some light. But actually it is one chandelier, so that chandelier is God. You are a bulb, he is a bulb, I am a bulb, everybody is a bulb. Small, small light we are managing through us, Atman, consciousness. That is the way Vedanta explains. Forest, what is forest? Some total of many, many, many individual trees make the forest. Forest is God, but there are many trees. So each human being is like a tree in this forest. What I am trying to tell you is how we are always connected with the infinite. But we separate ourselves through ego, me. This I and my separate us from the infinity. When this I and my dissolve, we experience that cosmic consciousness. Our problem? Desire. Yada sarve Pramichanti Kama Yesa Riddis Mr Ridis Sritha. When all desires go away from the heart Tata Vatada Martu Amirtu Babati Atta Brahma Samoshnuti. Ha what a beautiful mantra. Then this mortal becomes immortal by attaining Brahman. Desires. All desires come from ignorance. Behind all of our desires, there is ignorance. But the knowledge of Brahman removes the ignorance, illumines our hearts. Sri Krishna further says bhakti riday bhagavanir vaychukkhana The parlour of God is the heart of the devotees God sits in the heart and talks there. Living room, what do you do? That is the same you know, talk and discuss there. So God talks. Sitting in our hearts, He talks. How does he talk? As antarjami. We are always talking inside. From inside, we are conversing. Shall I do it or not? From the inner consciousness, uh, if you close your eyes and if you stop your thought waves and think, at that time I say, shall I do it? Your enjoying self will prompt you, yes, do it. Or it will tell you, don't do it. You see, the more we have that connection, these inner connections, (coughs) religion begins. Connection. For the reason we are taught, learn how to meditate, then you will get that connection. Shubro Jotirma atma, Anta Shudiri Setina Ipastavasa, yes atma, Samaganina nittam, Anta Shudiri Jotirma hi shubhrao, shubro, Yampochati, Jatayo, Kshino dosha. Munjukupunisha Sait Kshino dosha, dosha means imperfections, faults, desires. When they diminish the away. Vijataya, the Jyoti, the spiritual seekers, Paschanti, sees. What does he see? Jyotirmayo yushibro, Self-Luminous Atman. How to attain that? Satyena, you must practice the truth. Tapasha, practice austerity. And, knowledge and purity. If you practice truthfulness, posterity, purity and right kind of knowledge, discrimination, then you will see the self-luminous Atman within you. That Upanishad says. But true religion is hidden. Dharmasya Tattam Nihitam Guhayam Guha. Guha means cave. This heart is the cave. In this cave the truth is hidden. When we begin to search the truth, religion begins. Then Swami quoted a mystic song by Kamala Kanto. Komon, It is a beautiful song. Sometimes I also repeat this song. Oh, my mind, don't move around, run around, run hither and thither. Stay within, oh, my mind. Whatever you want, you will get within. If you really search, first seek the kingdom of heaven within you. Then everything, everything will be adjacent to you. First seek the kingdom of heaven. Paramodhanshe ratun muni jacha bitaditya That ratun muni, that God can, whatever desires you have, He can fulfill it. So gems, jewels, wealth are scattered at His gate. So don't seek those things hither and thither, just go within. That is a very mystical song. Another we find in the Kothu Punishad there is a mantra. I sometimes repeat when I go for a walk. If mind is very disturbed I repeat this one. Paranjikani Patrinath Samhu Tasmat Parang Pashanti Nantaratman Koshidhira Prattagatmana Makshat Avridajakshuhu Amritatamichan. Jama, the god of death, was telling Nachiketa about the Atman, how to go within. He said, God created the sense organs with outgoing tendencies. So mind is always running through the sense organs and with its various objects. outgoing tangencies. <coughs> Paranjikani, Batrinath, Swayambhu, He created the sense organs with outgoing tangencies, but there are some people they shut the senses, close the doors of the sense organs and go within. Sometimes see, these Upanishadic verses are very helpful for our meditation. What is wrong? Why my mind is restless? Why am I running a dither and thither Our problem, we are not just staging. Some people's minds are so fickle, we do not know how to be steady. This staginess has been discussed quite you know, They call it Do you know what Kuch means? Kuch is the anvil. A-N-V-I-L. The blacksmith, in front of his, his anvil, he put the iron rod in the fire when it is red, he grabs it with his tongue, puts it on the anvil, and hits with the hammer, and gives any shape he wants. and the anvil forbears. For an with this hammering, heat, hammering, heat, hammering, never complains this anvil. That is called kutus chihan. It twin. Your mind becomes an anvil. Buddhi, intellect, it does not shake. At that time, good, bad, nothing can disturb that anvil. So we, you, to gather this restless mind and put on the anvil. That is the secret. How to do it? That my mind will never, never be shaky, steady. That we need in a spiritual life. If you want immortality. Then Swami said, do you know? Sri Ramakrishna told a parable. A bird sat on the mast of a ship and the ship left the harbour. It went to the deep sea. Now that bird wants to come back to the shore. It flew to the east, west, south, north. Could not find the shore. Its wings are tired. Infinite ocean, that bird was flying and flying and flying. So when it is tired, comes back to the sheep. And the bird thinks that with the help of the sheep, I will have to cross the ocean. I cannot do it by myself. I am helpless. I cannot do it. So he takes the rest on the mast. So, the Sri says, similarly, make God as your resting place. In this world, we are all flying. When we are tired, exhausted, couldn't find any way out, no, I surrender. I, I surrender to you. That is the goal. Surrender. But we cannot surrender until our ego's work. I can't do it. Ego, I, I, I. Swami says, look what Krishna says in the Gita. Tvameva Sharanam gaccha sarva-bhāvena-bhāvata-bhārata-tat-prasādāt-param-sāntim-sthānam-prāpṣa-se-śāśvatam. sharanam saranaṁ gaccha bharata bharata e arjuna wholeheartedly, take refuge in God. By His grace, you will get supreme peace. Even though we want peace, we are really tired, exhausted. No peace. I told you that story, That is a traditional Vedanta story. Brahmā, the creature, gave everything to the human beings. You, my children, whatever you want, take it. Then he was thinking, if I give everything, then they will never come back to me. So at least one thing I shall keep with me. What did he keep? He kept peace. He will give money, car, home, husband, wife, children, family, whatever he wants. God gave everything. Only peace and bliss are the same. He kept it within, he kept it in his hand. So he was thinking, what shall he keep this peace? Then someone got suggested why don't you put underground? But no, 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 no. You do not know it. It doesn't work. If I put underground, they will use the dynamite and destroy it, and they will take away. But put it above the space. But no, no, no. They will go with the Columbia space shuttle and will get it. But put it under the ocean. You do not know this. They will go with the with submarine, and then they will go and get it. So in the, above the space, below the earth, below the ocean, there is no safe place to hide peace. So everybody gave suggestion to Brahma, the creator. Brahma said, you know, I know how to keep it. I shall keep that peace in the heart of every human being. So if they really want peace, they will have to go within. It is not outside. That is said. Param shantim. Ananda, bliss and peace, both are the same. Where there is bliss, there is peace. Where there is peace, there is bliss. One Swami asked Swami Turiyananda, Maharaj Kishaya Shanti could you teach me how to get peace? Swami Turiyananda said, repeat this thing as a mantra. Well, what shall I repeat? Repeat... Vairagyam eva bhayam, vairagyam eva abhayam, eva abhayam. this is the mantra. Vairagyam, renunciation, detachment, eva, verily, avayam, makes one fearless. If you want to be fearless, you must practice non-attachment. That will make you fearless. It is in a vartireri vairāgya-śātakam, hundreds verses of, on denunciation, he says, bhagē kule if you enjoy too much, you will get disease. If you have too much prestige, you will be afraid of losing prestige. If you have bhaji, you are afraid of death. If you have learning, you are afraid of getting defeat from others. If you have too much money, you are afraid of the robbers. Everything in this world is fraught with fear. Non attachment, renunciation alone makes one fearless. That brings peace. There is a, another very beautiful traditional story in India. Krishna went, no, Narada went to Krishna and said, Lord, I found, oh, you have a wonderful Javuji. She is a widow, has a cow, and she serves people, she is a wonder and she repeats your name, she is a wonderful devotee. Krishna said, I must go and see her. So Krishna and Narada came in disguise and went to that old, that widow's house, and she gave Krishna milk and served him. In the, She did not know that he was Lord Krishna. Then Krishna came out from her house and said to Narada, You know, wherever I go, I give a boon. I must give a boon to this woman. Let her cow die soon. Narada was confused. This old lady has only cow, one cow, and she says, let it die. Narada did not say anything. Then they went to a neighbor, very rich man's house, and he went that, you know, we are very hungry, like we like to have a little food, lunch. That rich man became very mad. I said, "It is it a hotel? Get out from my place. They suggested that we are very hungry, we are, you know, otiti, guest. You must serve us. Well, said, no, 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 get out. So we both came out. Then Narada, Krishna said, Narada, I must give a boon to this rich man. Let him have more money, more stocks and bonds, more car, more real estate. Ah, what lavishly he gave boon to this rich man. So Narada was confused and said, Loot, I don't understand you. Here is a poor woman, you took a cow jai and here is the rich man you gave more money and more things. What is this? Oh Narada, you do not know my play. I am giving more money, and stock and bonds, he will get, his whole mind will be on money and real estate, and he will be full of worries and anxieties, his share will go up and down, and his mind will (laughs) go up and down. And he will, you know, losing money, he will cry and this and that. His money will be in turmoil all the time. That is the way God placed with us. That doesn't mean we'll have to be poor. (laughs) Another thing Swami says, He told another parable of Ramakrishna. A crow got a fish and was about to eat a, a group of kite chased the crow. No. This, the kite got the fish and the crows chased the kite. So the kite, you know, flying from this how the room, place, that place, wherever he tries to eat and crows attack him. So what to do? do? was well, you know, accidentally that fish dropped from its beak and all the crows went to that direction. And the kite sat on the branch of a tree. <sighs> hip just high and says, now I am at peace, nobody is attacking me. That's the beautiful parable of Sri Ramakrishna. If you have the object of enjoyment, you will be attacked. But the moment you give up, you will be at peace. So, give up. There is so much peace and bliss in the spiritual life, but. People do not like to understand it. They think worldly life brings peace and bliss. That is just wrong. He was telling that, you know, Sri Ramakrishna, if you read the gospel, these two words he uttered again and again. Dubdhav, egyejav. Dubdhav means dive deep. Egyejav means go forward. These are the two Small sentences, Sri Ramakrishna repeated again and again to the devotees dive deep, dive deep, and go forward. Holy company, studying the scriptures, japam, meditation, all these things are necessary so that we can dive deep within. We'll have to learn how to live in this world. It is not easy to get rid of our past samaskaras in quickly. One day Sri Ramakrishna Asyami Vivekananda here is a cup of syrup, and you are an ant. How will you drink that syrup? Sir, I shall sit on the brink of the cup and slowly, slowly sip it. Sir, Krishna says, Why don't you jump into this syrup and drink it, get the whole syrup? Oh, sir, then I shall die. <coughs> if an ant falls into the syrup, psh, it dies. Then Sri Ramakrishna said, Are? Nobody dies. If, is, if that one person is drowned in the ocean of Svachitānanda, you'll be immortal. Why are you so much afraid? <laughs> then Swami said, you know, in this world, How to live in this world. He said, have you seen jackfruit? It has some white glue. If you open it, that glue will stick in your hand. It will be very difficult to get rid of it. But before you open the jackfruit, just soak your hand with oil. <coughs> then this glue does not will not be sticky. So learn how to have that oil. That oil. That oil is devotion. If that coating of devotion, if it is in your mind, it will not be attached. You will never be attached to this world. That is the secret. You know, with Sri Ramakrishna, this small, small example, people can see, that is true. You do not need any extra commentary to learn this teaching of Sri Ramakrishna. Attachment and detachment, Beat us to God and detached to this world but we are just a reverse. We come to this rule but world but we are we, we come to rule but we are ruled we came to enjoy but we are enjoyed. <laughs> then he said stay in this world like a maid servant. You see these householders Djiboutis they are they are not monastics, though they understand what she was talking about. Maid servant. Sri Ramakrishna said, a maid servant does all the work of, his ma- of her master, takes care of the master's children, but from the bottom of her heart she knows that her own child is in the home. She is here just for work and for some money. Oh, my John, my Jack, but actually he knows that John and Jack do not belong to me. So, your husband, your wife, your children think they belong to God and you serve them. Your real home is God. This is a foreign country that we are living in. That is the way Sri Ramakrishna used to teach. Sometimes some people argue. Some people argue. Sri Ramakrishna said, through argument you cannot reach God. Some people show their scholarship, you know, they debate this and that. He mentioned, one day the uh, Punjit came and was arguing with Sri Ramakrishna. Sri Ramakrishna was a little bit disgusted. He left the room and went to the um, Jhautala restroom. Then he came back. He came and just pushed the Punjit. To be Nityanaka, no? I'm talking, why are you not accepting? Pass. That single touch changed the Punjit's scholar's mind. Sir, I am accepting you. I am just arguing, but I believe what you said. You know, Sri say, said, Do you know, sometimes when I talk, time I touch, that is the way I burst their ego balloon. I burst their ego balloon so that they will never be capable to, try, to argue with me. <laughs> He could do anything. He really wanted. <laughs> this spiritual life is a journey. And in this journey, we want to get perfection in this very life. Otherwise, we'll have to come back. Again and again. Just think of that. In that <laughs> When we are babies, you know, nine, nine months, staying in the womb of the mother, come out, Struggle, child, grow, 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 grow. Yes. Then this human body changes into six ways. It is born. It exists. It grows. It changes. It decreases. It diminishes, and then it dies. So slowly, all human body will go into six stages. No exception. You see today a very beautiful young handsome person or beautiful girl, you remember all these people will change through six succeeding stages. It is amazing. Everybody will, will going to that direction. No, we think that we shall behold our youth eternally. No way. Then Swami mentioned about, e, Go forward. He told another story of Sri Ramakrishna. A poor woodcutter used to cut wood in the forest and sell in the market, just firewood. Then one holy man said, Hey! Go forward! He was thinking, Are, Holy man asked me to go forward, let me go. He found sandalwood forest. He cut that sandalwood and sold in the market and got a lot of money. Sandalwood is very expensive. Then he was thinking, you know, holy man told me, go forward. Again he went forward, he found a silver mine, went further, got gold mine, went further, found diamond mine, and then became very rich. Go forward. In spiritual life, Swami was telling that, you know, arise, awake, and you stop not till the goal is reached. Uttishtita, jagrata, praipabara, nibudhata. That we'll have to know. We'll have to go forward. <coughs> that was the talk of that particular day. Next day, ramkrishna ashram kuzbihar 12th may 1957 Swami started to talk about upanishad upanishad shreyasya priyashya manushyamaitah tau samparitta bibhinukti Dhiraha shreyu dhiro si dhiroti priyo Priyo, mando, Yoga, kshemad, Briniti. Again, Nochi Ketha, Jama, the God of Jat, telling Nochi about the spiritual journey. There are two paths Shreyo, Priyo. Shreyo is good, Priyo is pleasant. Pleasant. Pleasant means very sweet in the beginning but at the end full of pain. The other in the beginning is very difficult, hard, painful, but finally very sweet. That is called spiritual life and worldly life. Worldly life in the very beginning is sweet, very enjoyable. Then comes pain, suffering, misery, disease. And the spiritual life in the very beginning, japa manj, meditation, spiritual disciplines, holy company, studying the scriptures, very difficult. But if you can follow it, your character will be shaped. You see, whole thing is character. We will have to change ourselves. Sri Ramakrishna said, I made the fire, you only enjoy the heat. I cooked food, you only enjoyed the food. I made the mould, you only cast yourself in that mould. That is the job of an avatar. He set an example. You see, when I was a young student, I used to read Imitation of Christ by Thomas A. Kempis. is a very famous book in Christian tradition. How, to, how we can imitate Lord and cast our life accordingly? You will have to follow what he said. So he started to shriva and pray. Pray, prabhiti margo, just enjoy this world, eat, drink and be merry. Enjoyment is the goal, that is most of the people in this world. You know, shall I be frank with you, if you do not have a spiritual background, what happens? Recently, one of our devotees' daughter had a car accident, the stomach is punctured, it was her fault. She passed out and hit. Luckily, she did not kill anybody. She was taken to the hospital. Luckily, her life was saved. Problem. Her husband died, very depressed. Anorexia, eating, throwing food. She is a school teacher. Now, problem. She almost incapable to do anything. So her parents put her into the nursing home, they are quite old to do, six, seven thousand dollars per month, extremely depressed. If you have a spiritual background, you can get rid of this depression quickly. You know this unreality of this world. your life, if it is focused, you will move forward and find out the way. You know in our lives, I see time to time, we also get depressed. but do you know what? From inside again inspiration comes, Taku shows the way. He says it shows the way. Look, Rama, Krishna, Buddha, Jesus, Ramakrishna came, could they solve all problems of this world? No way! And we think we shall solve all problems of the world. Even God could not do it. I remember one sadhu used to tell me, look, young man, this world is a dog's Three aphorisms of dog's curly tail. This one is a dog's curly tail. That is first aphorism. Second, we shall straighten it out. That curly tail, we shall straighten it out. Again the moment you leave it, again it becomes curly. Straight again curly. That is the second. It will be curly. We shall definitely fail. That is the second aphorism. First, the world is a dog's curly tale. Second aphorism, we shall try to straighten out straighten it out, but we shall definitely fail. And the third aphorism, while trying to do so, will be straightened out. If you read Swamiji's Karma Yoga, Swami gave this, told this story to the American audience. You see, a man went to a yogi and said, I like to have a mantra. Well, what mantra do you want? I want a mantra so that I can control a ghost and whatever I shall order, the ghost will give to me. The yogi said, don't try because, you know, the ghosts are horrible <laughs> creatures. They will they do harm to you. Well, you no. You just give me a ghost. All right, repeat this mantra, a ghost will come. A ghost came. Then this man said to that ghost, the ghost said, I am your servant, because you repeated the mantra, whatever you ask me to do, I shall do it. But I have a contract, that if you do not give me a job, I shall break your neck. You will have to keep me always busy. All right, remove this forest and build a city, done. Bring all wealth there, Here are the wealth. Whatever he says in instantly, the ghost does it. Then he was thinking, what more work I shall give to him? He was not finding any more work. Whatever he says, instantly done. Then he says, give me work, otherwise I shall break your neck. That is the contract. So he ran to the yogi. Sir, what to do? The this yogi, this, this ghost, he wants to kill me? Whatever I say, he finishes him instantly. But the tells you that it is not easy to handle this kind of ghost. So, all right. I can save you one thing, God. Do you see the dog? Well yes. It has a curly tail. Just cut that, cut that tail and give this ghost. And says that you straighten it out. So he, he cut that tail and gave to the ghost. Immediately curly. Immediately. Then this ghost was disgusted. Shh. I have never had such problem." (laughs) And he said to this man, you know, please, let us have a compromise. Whatever I give to you, all money, wealth, city, this, that, everything is yours, just let me go. (laughs) Just let me go. That is a beautiful story. Swami told you in Karma Yoga. So, (laughs) desires, Sri Krishna told another parable, Bhagavan Kalpatur. God is the wish-fulfilling tree. Whatever you wish, He will fulfill it. Whatever you ask, He will give to you. A man, a traveller, was passing through a desert. He was tired, exhausted, found a little shade of a tree, and he just rested there. He was thinking, oof, I am so tired and so hungry and thirsty. If I get some food and drink, I shall be very happy. Immediately somebody brought food and water for him. Oof, I am so tired, I cannot walk more. If I can have a nice bed, I can take a little rest. So immediately somebody brought a big bed and he was resting. Oof, my feet are aching. If... A young beautiful girl come and give him massage, I shall be very happy. So a beautiful girl came and began to massage his feet. Then he was thinking, oof, I am so happy. But now if a tiger comes, what will happen? Immediately a tiger came and grabbed him and killed him. <laughs> because that tree was a wish-fulfilling tree. Whatever you ask, you will get it. You got good food, good food. <laughs> rest, bed, beautiful woman. And then a tiger. That's what I'm going to say. So he said, "Be careful. <coughs> when you pray, be careful. these <laughs> worldly things, if you ask, you will get it <coughs> This world enjoyment. Sri Ramakrishna said, oot, camel, eats thorny bushes. Its mouth bleeds. Still it will eat the thorny bushes. A dog. Sometimes, did you see some people throw a bone to the dog and the dog goes and bites? And sometimes the come, bleeding comes from, his, from its mouth and it thinks that the bleeding is, that blood is coming from the from the bone. He says, the ordinary human beings are like these people. Like, like that dog, thinking, and uh, the camel. There are so much suffering, pain, misery, with all this worldly life. Still, they will stick to it. Even if forgive the spiritual food, they will not take it. I cannot, we cannot blame them, because the time factor is there. Until and unless you finish your enjoyment, your mind will never go to God. You'll have to go through this process. Finish it, quickly. That Swami used to say. If you want to enjoy, enjoy. Day and night. See what why is the fun. Then Sri Ramakrishna told about he was talking to the devotees. Sangshari der mon bhije deshlai. Deshlai, matchbox. If it is weight and here is a matchstick, it will not ignite. Night will not come because it is weight. I remember I was in our village. My mother used to keep the matchboxes near our oven, of course it is an earthen oven, so by the size, so that it will be dry. Or kerosene lantern, because we have 120 inches rainfall, very many, more moisture, you know, so uh, we have a kerosene lantern in our village, no electricity, no running water. So matchbox we used to put on the kerosene lantern. So it would be always dry. You know, village people have their village method. So when the magic boxes died, when their mind is full of purity and renunciation, shik, immediately gets illumination. But most of the people's mind like soggy matchstick. It does not ignite. You cannot help. Then Swami mentioned, you know, in the Bhagavad Gita, Krishna says, How does the mind go down? Dhyato vishayan pungshaha, sangesti supa jayate, sangat sanjayate kama, kāmā kurudo vijayate, kurudat Bhavati sangmoha, moha, smriti vi brahma, smriti bhangshat buddhi nasho. These are the seven steps of degradation that mind goes down. If you day and night, if you think the sense objects, attachment will grow. Thinking sense objects, dhyato, vishan, punksha, shangasthu, shango, attachment will grow. Shangat, shanjayate, kama, from attachment comes last. And when that lust is obstructed, anger comes. If my desire is not fulfilled, I should become very angry. Krudat bhavuti shangmoha. From anger comes shangmoha, delusion. At that time, when we are angry, we do not know what is right or wrong. You bring a gun and just shoot somebody. Without knowing that you will be hanged or you will be all through your life in the jail. But on the... on the, on the spar of the moment, out of anger, to shoot, kill. Krodhat bhavati Sangma, brahma, at that time you lose the memory. The education, the discrimination, all these things, boom, disappear. Smriti brahma, no power of discrimination. Match crazy. Loss of memory. Smriti, buddhi, nāśo. When the memory goes away, your buddhi, your intellect, power of discrimination, dies. Buddhi, nāśād, pranashati. When there is buddhi, no buddhi, that is total destruction. Be careful about desire. What shall we ask from God? Look what Swami Vivekananda asked. Five things. He went to the Divine Mother Kali. Ma jnandao, give me knowledge. Bhakti dao, give me devotion; Vivek dao, give me discrimination. Vairagya dao, give me renunciation. Abad darshan dao, give me uninterrupted vision. These are the five things Swamiji wanted. Pray for love, devotion, discrimination, renunciation. In a stage of that, we, are, we asked all worldly things. Food, clothing, home, car, jewelry. Then Swami said, you know how I pray? I say, Lord, I do not want anything, I just want you. But when we go to the temple, we generally go with the list of our prayers. God, give me this, give me that. Seek self-knowledge. Look at Buddha's life. Swami mentioned it. You people why you people have nothing and you say I have renounced. Real renunciation is Buddha's renunciation. He was the prince. He was the only son. He had a beautiful wife. He had a son. And he renounced. His renunciation is praiseworthy. And what happened to his life? First day he went, he saw a man was shivering and very on the street. He asked his character, who is he? Oh, he's a sick man. He's suffering from fever. Fever? Well, yes, yes. Every human body, sometimes you become sick. Sickness is inevitable in human body. Oh. Another day he found that... Some people are carrying a dead body for cremation. What is that? Oh, that man is dead. They are going to cremate him. Cremation? Death? Oh, yes, everybody dies. Oh, everybody dies. Well, yes. Third day, he went and found a monk going through the street. Well, who is he? Well, he's <coughs> he is a mendicant. He renounced the world. He came back and decided to renounce. But I must conquer this death. <coughs> I saw sufferings. I know the cause of sufferings. I know the antidote of the sufferings. That is the religion of Buddha. I must stop suffering. All sufferings comes from life. I must stop life. How can I stop life? Stopping desire. That is Buddha's method. <coughs> Our boat has no destination, we are... So many desires, mind is going so many directions. Swami talked about again from the Upanishad, this human body is a chariot. The horses are the senses. The mind is the rein. Buddhi is the charioteer and Atman is the passengers. Now try to imagine, Atman is the passenger, your soul, your Atman. Your Buddhi is the charioteer, mind is the rein, which is controlling the horses, the sense organs and this, sense organs. This, this, this is the sense objects in the world. So, if your mind, your intellect is well disciplined, full of shatva, it will go, take you to God. Otherwise, if your horses are indisciplined, it will take you to the world. So, the whole thing is the hand of the charioteer that how I will drive my chariot. Everybody is responsible for his own journey. You are a driver, you have come here. If you are drunk, you can kill yourself, you can kill somebody. The steering is in your hand. You cannot blame others. That he was talking about. We need a good charioteer in our life. He says, Arjuna has a wonderful charioteer, Krishna. Who is a good charioteer? Who takes care of the horses who never leaves at the time of gesture and always give good advice, so they make us make Krishna, the Lord, our charioteer. Lord, you died my charioteer. I shall not die. You charioteer, you die. You know, sometimes I think about it. You should not dictate the The charioteer. charioteer knows how to how to drive. Hmm? Krishna. Drove, let Krishna drive our chariot. Swami talked quite a bit about in Gita. He said, do you know what is our problem? We are disconnected. If the, there is no electric connection, there will be no light. It's just connected. So we are disconnected. How can we get connection? I told you several times these three verses of the Gita. Chapter 10, 9, 10, 11. 10, 9, 10, 11. Don't forget. These three verses if you read, then you will know what you are supposed to do and what God is going to do to you. Then Swami says, Machitta madgodoprana, Buddha yanta parasparam, Katayanta shamam nittam, Krishun teacher, Ramon teacher, Desham satadijuktanam, Bhajatam pretty buddhakam, Dadami buddhi yogam tam, Jenamam upayanti, Desham ebonukam partam, aham my ganajam tama, Nasha matmo Gyanodipena These are the three verses. These also I repeat. Time to time. Why? Then I know that what I am supposed to do. First three lines for me. And next three lines for God. Machitta madgata prana. Think of me. Divert all of your energy toward me. Understand me. Talk about me. Worship me. Bow down to me. Then, do you know what shall I do? Dadami buddhi jagantam I shall connect your buddhi, intellect with me, so that you can reach me. Moreover, you know what shall I do? I shall light the lamp of wisdom in your heart and destroy the gloom of darkness. That is my job, Krishna says. I shall light the lamp of wisdom and knock out the gloom, the darkness, ignorance of your mind. That is Krishna's job. Our problem is says <laughs> here is a mongoose. There is a brick tied with this tail and the mongoose was climbing on the on the on the on the on the on the wall but it cannot go high like, because the the brick is pulling. Again, the mongoose falls down. The mongoose is com- continually rising and falling. Rising and falling. Why? Because in its tail, somebody tied a big piece of brick. So human beings all tied with those worldly desires, so they it cannot go to God. It is very graphic sometimes so when we see, get some, these examples. Why do you not get taste in a spiritual life? Suppose you are a very good cook and you forgot to put salt in your dishes. And when on the dining table, we are hey, tasteless, tasteless. Without salt, your curry or anything it's tasteless. So, vine bhajan nun If you do not have any love, and you are going to repeat mantra, and meditating, it will be tasteless. Swami says, try to know how to get taste in a spiritual life. Love. Prem karna chahiye manuva. You must pour your love. <coughs> that is the only way you can make your life joyful. Otherwise, without love, without devotion, life is dull, miserable. You know, I was thinking about it. I was telling that girl's mother, if she had some background, I told you, give a copy of Swami Vivekananda's book to her. So lying down in bed, and at least, do you know what? If you push, your mind will leave the body and go in the higher plane of consciousness. If you reach Swamiji, if you reach Holy Mother, if you reach Sri Ramakrishna. Your mind will go a higher plane in without without doubt. So anyhow I shall stop here tonight. I we perhaps you have seen we have some books on Holy Mother. If anybody wants to buy can have that book. And Ajay Bhajanananda's book also is there and some incense. So anyhow, tonight is our last class in this time. Again I shall come in the last part of June. and July we have, we shall have Shatsang. Um, next Saturday I shall have to... Tomorrow I shall have to go to Hollywood. Next Saturday I shall have to go to Santa Barbara. Sanjay I shall speak there. Monday I shall return to St. Louis. Oof. Yes. So anyhow, I am glad that we had three short this time. It is a very inspiring, you know, very practical, not too much philosophy. Very practical teachings: how we can lead our spiritual life, and how what is wrong in us. Show me all always points: this is the loopholes of the spiritual life. Oma um, Satoma Sad Gamaya, Tamasoma Jyotir Gamaya, Mriturma Amritam Gamaya, Avi Abhirma Edhi, Rudra Jatte Dakshinam Mukam, Tenamam Pahinityam, Om Shanti Shanti Shanti. Lead us from the unreal to the real, lead us from darkness to light, lead us from death to immortality, light us through and through, and guide us evermore with the loving presence. Peace, peace, peace being told. That's